what's going on everybody welcome to the crypto brew show where we are drinking brews and talking about it it is september 18th 2018 and we got a great show for you tonight so let's just go ahead and hop right into it jojo how you doing out there man i'm doing fantastic i'm joined by the pokey pokey artichoke here um and we're drinking a little bit of dogfish head pumpkin ale for your pumpkin delight that sounds delicious roan what you got out there what up i am chugging some herbal tea (laughs) to fight my allergies but i gotta wash it down with something so got the uh, beer of the week here the raw and sons brewery out of fort worth texas Oktoberfest Mars beer. Good nice. stuff. I'll tell you more about it later. I like it. I like it. And I am over here drinking a Shiner Oktoberfest. Going back with the Shiner because it's delicious. Let's go ahead and jump in right to our disclaimer. The information provided on the show does not constitute investment advice, financial advice, trading advice, or any other sort of advice. Crypto Brew Show is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Conduct your own due diligence and consult your financial advisor before making any investment decisions. Hashtag NAFAMU, not a financial advisor. My own opinions, and of course, hashtag BYOB. We did, did you? Moving over to say the market, we are trying so hard to stay above 200 billion market cap, global market cap, and we just, yeah, we're hovering. We are slightly underneath it at 199 uh billion we're hitting 24-hour volume of 12 billion which continues to go down where's all this volume we need more volume and bitcoin dominance kind of holding steady there at 55 percent number one bitcoin sitting at 6300 up less than one percent over seven days so really holding steady uh number two ethereum at 210, took a dive there earlier in the last week, uh, but it kind of recovered up 15% in the last seven days. XRP is in at three, at 32 cents, up 23%, the biggest gainer in the last seven days in the top 10. And we got Bitcoin Cash in at number four at 435, up 0.04%, so it hasn't done a damn thing. And EOS, number five, sitting at $5.10, up 3.96%. Moving on to the gainers and losers, JoJo, what's it looking like out there, man? All right, so I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of insight on the market there, too. Uh, just looking at the total market cap as well, we are riding the line of that sweet taint, the grundle, the fleshy fun bag. It's time for this market to make a decision. Are we eating shit or are we finding honey? Let's go. All right. So anyways, we're looking at the gainers and losers here up at the top. Uh, Not really good, man. This is sounding like a rip. Ripple uh, XRP up at the top, uh, gaining 18.65% the past 24 hours. And um, they're only there. Not really only there, but they're only there because of the credits that we're due in the market as well up 15.53% in the past 24 hours. And, uh, you know, steam still rising to the top, uh, 15.3%, uh, 36% in the past 24 hours as well. That is what got a couple of does. other, yeah, <laughs> got a couple of other, uh, good names out there. Bluezell, maker Dow, Gollum, uh, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of pretty good, pretty good names on this list today, guys. Uh, 
And then below that, we've got our losers, Aurora, not to be confused with Aurora Dow, which is actually up significantly today. Take a look at it. Um, but they are down 19.16% in the past 24 hours. GX shares following in behind that with 11.3% uh, drop over the past 24 hours. And Nexty right behind that with a loss of $10.92. Or 10.92%. Whatever. <laughs> that, that stuff. Close enough. Close enough. All righty, moving over to the crypto heat map here. We're looking good. Uh, I mean, for the last couple of weeks, we've been holding on to our pants, and we're finally seeing a little bit of green in the market, and uh, it's nice to see. Now, why XRP is up so much, um, only time will tell, but it is what it is. Moving over to our market news headliners. Our first headline of the day comes from Medium. Coinbase is making $2.7 million a day. A day. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Roan, you brought us this article. What in the hell is Coinbase doing right? Dude, so these numbers are actually for 2017. Uh, and I don't know if that's fiscal or calendar year. But, um, you know, crypto has fallen off since then. But I imagine they're still making some pretty dang good money. Um so what that comes out to is a billion dollars a billion dollars made last year um and basically how coinbase makes money is from the fees from buying or selling crypto turning your fiat into crypto or from uh exchanging one crypto for another that's how coinbase has made this money and that just shows you just how much traffic they're getting now, this article mentions something about a potential buyout or takeover um you know just uh, not that there's any truth behind it but they're just kind of throwing that out there as a possibility coinbase has put itself in a position to be just as big as banks are in the future so we'll see how they how how it turns out but coinbase is going to be huge one way or another yeah absolutely and it'll be uh like i said it'll be interesting to see how far they grow I mean, they're making it easy. I mean, bottom line is they're making it easy. Uh, it's it's really easy to just sign up, put your bank account in, put your credit card in, whatever, and exchange for those top, you know, currencies and and go from there. So I mean, there's no there's no reason why they shouldn't be making this much money. Uh, because again, they they just making it so easy. Jojo, what are, what are your thoughts on this article? So uh, just doing a little bit of quick research while here on the show. Uh, I looked into Binance. Uh, Binance is expecting a $1 billion gain this year in 2018 as of July 6th. Um, and they've already recorded a $200 million profit for first quarter. And that was in losses to the market. So I don't know if market gains along with exchange profitability are sequitur. And I don't think if they're, they're really going to line up to really predict or give us an idea of what what we're looking for as far as growth but um it is definitely good none nonetheless to see these exchanges growing because if they are continuing to grow in those down markets that means people are still on their trading and they're still utilizing them to their true potential so 
even in bearish markets, it's just like everything else. Um, I think it's pretty awesome that we see those gains. I think Coinbase could definitely see those gains. Um, and uh, I'm pretty pretty excited to see uh, see where the future is for them and if they do in themselves become a uh, banking institution. Uh, that would be uh, pretty awesome to see. But I do have a caveat. This is actually not in relation to the article. I just want to put this on blast, and that's Medium. I had no clue that you had to pay each month past 10 articles. Medium, get your stuff together, or decentralized news network, come on. Come at your boy. Put that <laughs> stuff out there so I can get my stuff for free. Uh, no, I'm, I didn't even know that, and uh, I will bash them too because let's be honest you can go on steam it and look at articles all day you can go on plenty of other reputable uh news sources and get your info i mean if you've been watching the show for any length of time you know that we use a plethora of news sources and not just medium so uh yeah that's pretty interesting to hear from medium but i mean as far as coinbase is concerned again they're making it easy good for them uh, again, it's good to see somebody in the crypto space uh, continue to move forward and innovate. They continue to come out with news about uh, trying to get the institutions uh, in in crypto and all that stuff. So uh, that's good. I mean, in the end, it's good, uh, regardless of how we feel about the fees and everything that comes with Coinbase. So moving on to our next article here. This one is from Bitcoinist. Woman accepts 21-day Bitcoin survival challenge in post-ban China. Post-ban apocalyptic zombie-filled China. Can you live on the Bitcoin? Can you do it? Joe, I see that pun can ale. What, uh, what are your initial thoughts on this headline? I had, I did not even realize it was pumpkin. I am totally the pun king of this ale of the show today. I was waiting for something, pumpkin. Uh, that's awesome. Uh... No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, unless this woman has a chip in her hand that allows her to access her cryptocurrency and she's naked and afraid in China, this is ridiculous. I'm done with this article. <laughs> okay. And uh, Ron, what do you got? Dude, yeah, this to me, it reminds me of the story of the guy that started with with like a paperclip on Craigslist and he would like trade people and then he eventually got whatever, a car or something crazy. But anyway, I mean, the sense of community, that's that's more what, what I see out of this than the crypto thing. Because I feel like if people know what you're trying to do, they'll help you and help you meet your goal of whatever it is. But I mean, I don't know, 0.21 Bitcoin, that's like two grand or something. That's, uh, that's a good chunk of change. I mean, even then, I mean, I don't think it, days. I don't think it's necessarily about the amount of Bitcoin that's being spent or whatever during this time period. I think it's it's just interesting to see. It's a good provable case that okay, if a country ends up saying, "Hey, f cryptocurrency, we don't want anything to do with it," it just goes to show that you can still get around. You can still do your day to day thing. Uh, I mean, if if the comp or the the country that you are a part of banned your bank account, you're pretty much screwed. If they ban Bitcoin, you're completely fine. You can still you can still make it work because there are merchants out there that'll accept it. 
So I don't know. I think that's the that's the biggest takeaway for me for this is I mean it's possible. I mean, we've talked about BitPay on a, a previous episode um, that I mean it makes it super easy to just transfer your Bitcoin into a Visa debit card, essentially prepaid card, and you could do it straight from the app and pay that way. Now, I don't know if that's available in China or not because that would make it a whole lot easier. Uh, you're not in essence spending your Bitcoin for merchants. You're actually spending the fiat currency of that country that you're in. Um, but I don't know. I like it. I like it. And I think there should, there are going to be plenty more use cases. And especially in a place where it's banned, if people are able to still do it again, it just, it just proves the point that you can't stop Bitcoin. You could ban it all you want. It's still going to happen. You can't stop it. The like, government can't stop it. Period. End of story. And I think that's a, obviously one of the, the big takeaways from why we do this in the first place. So anyway, moving on to next article here. We This one comes from Bloomberg. Blockchain is about to revolutionize the shipping industry. And this is a pretty interesting article. I know there's a lot of a lot of talk, uh, not a lot of talk, but a lot of cryptocurrencies out there that, especially a couple of big ones. Um, I know VeChain, supply chain uh, blockchains. Uh, Walton Chain, Wabi was big uh, when you know everything was going cray back in the last late last year. Uh, what are your thoughts on supply chain, blockchain, and kind of just this field? Do you think it's going to really take off with blockchain, or do you think they're just kind of just using the blockchain as a hype tool? When I first when I first learned what blockchain was, my first thought was logistics industry of, of where blockchain could make just an immediate and massive difference and improve everything and uh because the logistics industry it's worldwide it's you know it's the scale of it is is insane i mean even down you know everything from the the, the shipping lanes that go from uh across the atlantic across the pacific which just hold massive, massive amounts of, you know, goods down to your local postman delivering something to you. All, all of that is logistics. So, and if you think of putting all of that information on a blockchain, that's, uh, I mean, to me, that's like the perfect marriage of, of the technology. But of course, you know, that's only in my limited knowledge. Right. That's fair. Uh, Jojo, what you got on this one? Well, I mean, I think something that would be interesting to correlate is because we're really trying to push for blockchain technology within um, uh, the transaction space as far as banking, credit cards, debit cards, and such. I wonder how many transactions per second logistics has. And if that's something that's more along the lines of something that is more attainable on the logistics side. That's something I just thought about. I thought that'd be kind of cool. Um, this this article also reminded me of, um, remember when ShipChain was a big thing too? Um, and that that's another one. And I, I just looked it up. As I, I, I remember seeing some cease and desist letters going on about that, but apparently they lifted those. Um, and that one's still going on. But I think the big thing is once we can understand and ascertain whether or not there are that amount of transactions per second within the logistics organization is how we're going to define whether or not this is really going to work. Because 
if we're trying to really maintain those transactions and that throughput, um, that's going to be the major thing. And this is going to be more so just a utility to run that. So what type of benefits do these chains actually offer to the miners uh, in order to run them? Uh, do you guys know any of those benefits? No, I don't think you would have mining on, on this type of blockchain. Um, no, I know especially Matt. with something where you're needing like tens of thousands of transactions per second. I think mining is, you know, that's not going to cut it. I know Wabi does uh, master nodes, so I know they utilize that kind of benefit to the network in that regard. Um, but it'll be interesting to see whether or not this using the blockchain for supply chain can come to fruition. I mean, is it is it necessary? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, Bitcoin and blockchain, I mean, transactions, there hasn't been a, a, a cryptocurrency out there that has scaled enough to make it so it's worth doing uh, as far as scalability is concerned. So, I mean, it's it's just a glorified database is i mean do they do they really need a blockchain for supply chain I mean, well, that's a real question i mean it is a database and that's where i kind of came out with the utility aspect is because the utility of running the actual transactions for the movement of product and shipments and like recording and all that i think that's where the utility is actually needed and and when there's utility there has to be some like consensus algorithm that really runs that chain or else it's not going to go anywhere. So I think the master notes was the major answer there. If, if people actually utilize that and I guess within the computer processing power that the actual logistics companies use and they actually put in a basis algorithm in the background of those computers that are using it, like the POS, and then the hand terminals that all of the, uh, the agents have that are out on the field, delivering the products, changing that stuff out. If they can somehow tap that all in, like they create a POS-based system that's completely on blockchain, that's that's where they're going to really win. Dude, you're... Okay, so quant stamp is for your stamping that transaction, right, on, on one network. And this would be your transaction network that's constantly moving. And then you would have something like a WAN chain move those transactions onto the static ledger blockchain, which is just your, your database of, of everything. So that's how I would envision that going down. It's kind of having those two separate networks. They can communicate with one another. I think uh, you make a great point right there. And that's the communication between blockchains. I mean, in the end, I feel like every all the blockchain companies right now in the space are so cutthroat it's like we're gonna we want to be first to market we want to be this we want to be that like i think we need to we're, we're getting to a point where it's like i think we it, just as you know doing our own research and figuring out like man this company this company would be great together and this company and this company would be great together like i don't understand why so many people are just like so trying to be independent and trying to make the next big thing when there can be partnerships that ha are happening. I mean, there are plenty of partnerships that are happening, you know, in the, in the end, but I mean, to, to what you said, Ron, I think there's definitely opportunity there. And again, I definitely think, uh, I mean, I think the supply chain 
can definitely benefit from blockchain and uh, we'll see what happens but it's definitely uh, interesting and we'll have to see where it goes uh, let's go to move on to our next article here we have bitfinex introduces ethfinex trustless a decentralized exchange and i'm going to go ahead and jump right to you joseph on this one because i know you are super high on your aurora and their decks which is very popular and used probably i think it's the most used uh decentralized exchange right now i'd have to look up those numbers i don't have them right off the top um but how do you feel about uh bitfinex doing a dex and i guess just the competition uh that's coming because uh, i mean it feels like everyone's doing a dex these days so how do you feel about dexes in general and how do you feel that aurora can can compete well i mean i think the major thing behind uh, decentralized exchanges is is just um it not it not only allows for kind of more autonomous transactions where um you can you're not saying you want to hide anything but a decentralized exchange um, adds value because it's allowing those coins to flourish that may not flourish on other chains right so just just much like uh the movie industry right Walt disney they ended up bringing out dreamworks so they could come out with like marvel movies and all this other stuff uh, just because it wasn't the PG that was family scene, right? We need decentralized exchanges out in the world because decentralized exchanges are going to be the ones that are going to be trading the, um, the the no names that are first starting out, the ones that are like, oh, man, what are we doing? How are we going to get there? And where do we need to start? All right, decentralized exchange, because we know that we can get into those and we know that we can get our product out there and start that cycle. Um, I think this is really cool that Bitfinex is actually doing this because I really, really enjoy comp uh, competition. And I think this is only going to help, you know, not necessarily egg on Aurora Dow to come up with their stuff because they've already got a really good consensus uh, system of their own. Uh, a lot of their payback on what they're doing, they're going to actually get in Aurora in the future. So they have like, a reason to make Aurora build up and really get there faster. I just challenge uh, Bitfinex to see if like they're doing something similar to that because they may just be wanting to, um, in essence, kind of like uh, make a different flavor on the alcohol shelf so they can have a bigger shelf space. Um, you know, like Bacardi, uh, Smirnoff, all that other stuff. They have all these different labels so they can just quantify and hold out this entire space. So their brand is bigger. I think maybe Bitfinex is probably doing that. Eth is awesome. Um, and yes, you were right, Charlie. This is the last thing, because I know I've been talking for a minute. Aurora Dow is the number one um, decentralized exchange when it comes to Eth volume. Fair enough. And before I uh, head over to Roan, uh, I just a quick question for you, Joe. Um, do you think uh, Aurora and their Dex is at a disadvantage uh, because Bitfinex already has a centralized exchange. They already have a user base that already use their centralized exchange. If they can seamlessly convert their user base to their new Dex, uh, how how big of a disadvantage is, is Aurora Dow and their, their system uh, in that regard? Well, I mean, I think it's... Uh, 
as much of a disadvantage for them as it is for um, the inverse of that, right? So I, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, Aurora DAO is at a disadvantage because they don't have the user base that is in Bitfinex. But if those people that were in Bitfinex already wanted to be in a decentralized exchange, they're probably already in Aurora DAO and they probably already like it. So why do they want to change? Fair. That's a good point. Roan, what are you what are your thoughts? Man, Joe pretty much said it all on this one. I don't have anything else to add. Good. All right. Awesome. Well, let's move on to our next article and it's kind of uh makes uh decentralized exchanges go from uh, hey, this is a great idea to oh shit, maybe it's not a good idea. New decks Decentralized crypto exchange gets robbed in new hacking attack. Uh, this decentralized exchange was hacked, and apparently uh, hackers created a whole bunch of spoofed EOS tokens and used those to trade on the exchange for legitimate tokens on that exchange. And uh, it's... It, it seems uh, pretty crazy. I mean, decentralized exchanges are supposed to be, you know, secure where you can't lose anything. Um, but I mean, with that being said, you had to. I mean, I guess I don't know. It's 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 an interesting story. Jojo, what are your what are your initial thoughts on this uh, this article? Uh, well, first off, they're new, so <laughs> cut them a break. All right, they're new decks. They're all right, new decks. punkin. Exactly. But anyways, to answer your question, Charlie, like I think, um, honestly, even though it is a decentralized exchange, I don't think it actually uh, defutes the ability for it to be hacked. Um, I know a lot of them are trying to push to that, so they actually have more security involved. But it's like every other exchange out there, right? Binance is only as awesome as they are because they're the ones that spot the fraudulent stuff instantly and they've already got the people that are on duty to shut that thing down where these decentralized exchanges are just based off of user input and eventually like aurora dow it's going to be completely decentralized right there's going to be no uh major throughput from aurora it's all going to run on its own and that's what they want it to do eventually so it's it's actually kind of up to the people at that point right the only reason that they got hacked is because people weren't paying attention. Right. And I mean, with that, with, you know, going off of that, it's not necessarily like if you use this exchange, you are not going to, you're not losing anything like decentralized exchange. The whole premise is you continue to hold your tokens. You don't give your tokens to anyone. You don't have custody or somebody else doesn't have custody over your tokens. So, I mean, if you happen to use this exchange out there, don't be worried about this. Uh, you have to actually do something in order to get hacked. I mean, that's 99% of hacks out there. The user has to do something in order to, you know, whatever. Um, so this is mostly on the exchange. I mean, from the article, they don't use smart contracts. And they created fake EOS tokens. And it's just... I mean, in the end, I wouldn't use this exchange just because of that reason right there. Um, but real quick, Ron, go ahead. Like a crappy exchange. Like, did you ever go to the ghetto circus when you were a young 
welcome, man. The ghetto circus? The ghetto circus, where the, the tiger's cage is like made out of chicken chicken wire. <laughs> you know, that's, no, that's what not. this kind of exchange was. It was Dude, crazy. yeah, the trade days, man. <laughs> Dude, right? Like, that's what this place was. So, I mean, what that says to the user, you know, if do your research. Like, don't put your money onto something unless you know what it is, how it operates. There's plenty of good decentralized exchanges out there that are perfectly safe. Yep, I agree. And again, if there's not a lot of uh, volume on a, a certain exchange, again, it's like there's no reason to. So in the end, the only one, the only person or people that lost in this battle is the actual decentralized exchange, not the actual people that use it. So I mean, the people that the the hackers that bought the tokens from the people that were selling them on the exchange they still got their money so it is what it is this is on the uh, exchange they need to figure out their shit and not about the users so it is what it is so just be careful out there do your own research and use a legitimate exchange i know uh joe has a legitimate dex that he uses so uh what what's what's that one called again joe aurora dow <laughs> idex if you guys don't know what it is but yeah no i think that that's that's a great call because they see the fraudulent stuff ahead of time too so anyways aurora down idex there you Use go it. idex one of the biggest not uh, not not a sponsor <laughs> not a sponsor hashtag nafamu uh idex is, is definitely one of the highest volume decentralized exchanges so if you haven't tried it out yet give it a try uh, but again, also, just be wary of what you are trading. Alrighty, moving on to our beer of the week. We have Oktoberfest. I mean, we've been rolling on these Oktoberfests uh, the last, what, three weeks or so? Uh, Roan, how does that... Uh, I know you're, you're not feeling great, but how, how does that at Rarinson's uh, faring for you? Dude, alright, first of all, just Oktoberfest in general are so damn good. But I gotta say, man, the Rar and Sons Brewery in Fort Worth—they—they've uh, they've been doing it before craft brews were cool. They've been around for years and years, and making really good beers, like great beers. And uh, their Oktoberfest, you know, is right up on par with their other stuff. So it's a true Mars and Lager. So what that means, it's gonna have that kind of that maltiness and that sweetness that a true Oktoberfest does. Um, it's, it's, it's got that good, like toastiness and the sweetness isn't, uh, overpowering. It's just right. And it more is a compliment to the rest of the beer than, than takes over the beer. Um, it's 6.7% alcohol and, uh, you can find it all over the South. Uh, they're a pretty big brewery. So keep an eye out and, uh, drink up fellas. Yeah, and uh, real quick, just to uh, say, it's not 67% alcohol by volume. That is a typo. It is definitely not. It is 6.7%. <laughs> that was my bad. Anyway, uh, if you're ever in Fort Worth, give them a give them a shout. Rar and Sons Brewing Company. They have brewery tour and tastings all every Saturday at between 1 and 3 p.m. and Wednesdays between 5 and 7.30. So, Look them up, and again, if you see uh, Rar and Sons on there, like Roan stated, they have plenty of good ones out there, so definitely give them a try. Moving on to our question of the week. Question of last week, we had, will Monero surpass Cardano in the top 10? Roan was like, oh, hell nah. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. And what happened? 
Monero. And damn, was it close. 5.05 billion. Like, it was close, Ron. It was very close. But uh, Monero squeaked out a win there. Uh, up 8% in the last seven days. And I will take my virtual brew. Thank you very much. Now, our question of this week is, Will what will XRP be at next week? I believe we were sitting at, what, 32 cents? Yeah, 32 cents. So uh, I'm going to start with uh, you, Jojo. 32 cents up 20-something percent, 23%. What do you, do you think XRP can continue its run? Uh, you know, I mean, this was a super impressive run up uh, today. And it just really just came out of nowhere. And we haven't really heard major news as far as Ripple's concerned. So... I think this is just some big money getting into the market. They're trying to find something they can make a quick buck on. Hold on, I um, said I said twenty three cents. I meant thirty two cents. Holy, holy dyslexia! <laughs> <laughs> so thirty two cents. Just, just so you're uh, on the, you have the solid foundation. I think it's going to be going down at uh, thirty cents. Okay, fair enough. Like uh, thirty thirty five point zero three zero five. 30.5 cents. Yes. <laughs> Ron, what do you got? I'll take uh, 29 cents on Ripple. All right. And uh, I think, I don't know if we can sustain this uh, rally we got going on. So I am going to go 26 and a half. Let's go 26 and a half cents. Sorry, all you uh, Ripple fans out there. I just don't think we could sustain this because, let's be honest, Ripple's not a real cryptocurrency. <coughs> anyway, uh, that's our show. Let us know your uh, your uh, comment of the question down below. But uh we have any uh, last-minute comments there, uh, Joe? Uh, yeah. You know <laughs> what we're doing in October, guys? Oh. At the end of the month. On Halloween, yeah, tell me. we are going to World CryptoCon. Oh, so yeah. if you want to come join us, uh, come by and say hi. We'll be making our laps. We got some awesome stickers, some potential koozies for you. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. potential, nice potential, cold. They're yeah. they're happening. We have real koozies that you can hold with either one of your hands. Yep. Everybody that uh, comments on our uh, video today will get a koozie as long as they're at World CryptoCon with us. <laughs> so that's 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 your thing. Um, but yeah, absolutely. We'll be at uh, World CryptoCon uh, in October. If you don't know what that is, it's a World Cryptocurrency Conference in Vegas at the Aria Hotel, uh, October 31st through whatever for that friday is i guess is the second yeah the second so definitely come out say hi let us know what's going on uh but besides that jojo what you got uh if i don't see at least 15 lambos it's not a real convention <laughs> uh but until then guys stay bold comment below get your koozie and join us for the world crypto con keep them cool yeah Rome, what you got 
keep it uh keep it here guys we know what's going on we got the best beers the best headlines i will not disagree with that guys this has been the crypto brew show thanks for watching like and subscribe below for more of our shenanigans we will see you next week cheers peace